Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Here is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to Stabcast. I'm Tim, technically 2021 Hannon, with Ben watching from the bushes Fowler, Ryan, 1.24% sounds good, Solosky, and Will, magic trash can Heim. How are we all doing? Doing excellent. Doing fine. Doing great. Doing, doing dandy. This week on the Stabcast, battle reports from the Dicehead Prime Championship, Ben offers the usual excuses, and uh, a bit more, I guess. All right, listen, people. I want to play Legion. It's a fine game. Uh-huh. I've paid Will uh-huh. lots of money to paint my things, he, which we, we don't think you're currently haven't come in yet because no, he doesn't right now I've just bought Will's things. He hasn't actually bought my things. He hasn't painted them. It's very nice of you to pay in advance. But you know, when trying to get a you know a postgraduate degree and also trying to you know produce a musical. And then friends of yours say, hey, listen, can we sleep at your house as we look for houses in the area <laughs> on Monday? And this was Friday. You just run out of time. So ben, I was not able the children, then don't blame your friends to go to the dice shortcomings. <laughs> <laughs> so, My house was clean, but it was not clean for guest clean. So I had to do that. I had to write like two and a half papers on that, that Saturday. And I had to actually go to a rehearsal as well to get some things fixed on stage. I just was out of time. And so I said, sorry, Legion. And so while I was working around the house, I just watched it on the internet. So what Ben means to say is if you want to send your CIS resumes to uh, swstabcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd be uh, more than willing to, to, to take a look. Be sure well, to put I'm like... better than Benjamin Fowler in the subject line. <laughs> yep. There are like five players out there who play in CIS according to all the reports. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you're like, the second, you're like the second best Ben who plays droids that we know. It's, it's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> actually, that's not true. I beat him at our last Knoxville tournament. Thank you very much. Oh, but he was actually <laughs> I ranked higher guy. than him. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I did not make it. But uh, I heard that Ryan, Tim, and Will did. And how do I know that? Because they all had to play each other. <laughs> yeah, wow, we sure did. <laughs> that we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's not talk about those things. Yeah. So look, look for heavy salt in the next 25 minutes. There's no need to so. bring that up at all. <laughs> There's no need. Yeah, listen, listen. The wounds go deep. There's definitely a, a so, salt gradient. So round one from my house, I'm running around, I'm doing dishes, I'm watching it on my cell phone or my laptop next to me, and I see on the stream, it is going to be Ryan versus Scott Marler. Yep. And I'm rooting for Scott to win. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) As we do, Uh we support, in air quotes, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) What happened, Ryan? Tell tell us. Tell us Uh, the tale. So I had, uh, I've been experimenting around with a couple of different lists, and man, Op Luke is is really good. So uh-huh. I came up uh, after playing at the last Prime Championship in Atlanta, a Han Opluk list. I pretty much took the exact same list, except I swapped Han for Leia, and that gave me a few extra points to put some some extra trooper upgrades out there and a, a few more toys. Um, I think I managed actually to trim some more upgrades and just get another activation. So I was running a 10 activation list instead of a 9. And I came up against Scott, who at that same Atlanta Prime Championship went 3-0. and He had made a few tweaks to his list, but it was ultimately very similar, being um, a Bosque Krennic shoreline with uh, three storms, three shores, uh, and some interesting uh, weapon loadouts. Um, 
He didn't have a mortar, if memory serves correct, um, which was uh, rather cool. Um, but it also meant that he didn't have cheap activations. So it was a Krennic list at nine activations, which I thought was uh, interesting. Bold. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it kind of put me in a in a funny spot because it really put me ahead I'm not going to lie being that extra activation up on turn uh, on turn 0 because it meant I got the first and last deployment and I had kind of gotten for the list that I was playing I got the dream I got advanced positions so I got to scout things forward I got Ooh. limited viz and uh, Scott push breakthrough. Uh, Scott was pretty much in charge of the objective. I got my those two other uh, conditions and deployments where I wanted them. And I think uh, I think I got the the win, not to spoil the battle report, but I think I got it on turn zero. Scott, I think, made two mistakes when deploying. He put Bosk in actually a place that I really liked all the way at the other end away from Krennic in the long edge of the board's advanced position, and he scouted that way, and he just wanted to try to run with him and then wait for the fog to clear, pick a few things off, and then just scoot one more, one or two more move actions into my deployment zone. But then he also set his Death Troopers outside of range to have Krennic near Bosk and then scouted them forward towards me. Ooh. No, and boy, so, no. Yeah, I got no to see boy. where both of those activations went before I had to set Luke down, since Luke was the overall last deployment. And so with Bosk and the DTs scouting towards Luke on limited viz, and then Luke going last and scouting towards them, sitting just outside of a range 2 after the first turn, I, uh, I got to double move Luke and charge into Bosk, and I got a, a really nice spot where I got to single move force push Bosk out into a little bit more of an open position and then charge him in. He played Reptilian Rampage turn two, got some good hits on Luke with Bosk's melee attack, but Luke is pierce immune, so he didn't mind too terribly much. And then Luke just disengaged Bosk, because Bosk had already activated, and I finished him off with some Z6s and got his Death Troopers. And so by the end of turn two, his Death Troopers are gone, Bosk is gone, and Luke has taken, like, two wounds Gross. so that's a pretty pretty great trade for me and i think it was just uh one little slip up on deployment uh that really helped me catch up the tempo and then the rest of our armies are just having an infantry battle my sniper's doing damage where they can and you know his shoreline against my troopers that got to scout into heavy cover and dice fall where they may i want to say when we called it at the st end of round four scott had just a handful of models left and I had only lost one activation, and it was breakthrough. So my snipers were just going to run. Luke was just going to run. It was it was a tough game because I think it put Scott behind tempo-wise from just one little mistake so far. He did really well with what he had to work with, and as soon as we kind of started turn one, he realized what was about to happen. And it was it was rough, but it's always fun to play Scott. I hated that we had to do it round one, but uh, so, that's that's the way the draw goes. Let's talk about the map real fast because mm -hmm. we had talked about this at, the, at our prime. Uh, it's the same it's the same industrial you know manufacturing kind of place but right. he turned it on a side had some ship models in there that i really liked yeah um, it was actually a really cool map it, it it was very full i think playing a tank on it would have been tough but there was kind of your deployment zones didn't have too terribly much in it like on if we're looking at like battle lines but then everything was there was a large landing platform and some cranes and lots of large crates and there was a lot of cool dynamic terrain that you could kind of jump in and out of and so scott had taken the landing platform in the middle um, so we had some high ground on me but there were a bunch of boxes and stuff for me to kind of hide and snake behind 
And so we, we really did have this, this pitched infantry battle. And the map, the map was cool. It, it made for lots of interesting decisions. Uh, it, was, it was a fun map. And you can check that game out if you want to on the 82nd Legion Twitch channel. It was the first streamed game of the day. Yeah, Tim and I played on that when he brought that terrain to our tournament. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I, I, really I enjoyed, enjoyed the... It. It's a nice variety from normal table. Yeah, I like it a lot. And it's it's an easy table to add or take away from, too. Like if Because yeah. I remember after yeah. we played it, we said it could use a couple little touches. But it's such an easy map to do those touches on. You know, it's not like the end of the mm-hmm. world. You're just like, okay, I can add a little something here take it away whatever it's an easy uh, yeah it's an easy map to tinker with which is always appreciated when you're trying to build maps and stuff so ryan is one and oh on the first round will your first game yes i played travis who traveled up from the alabama great guy he kind of hung out with us the rest of the day went yeah went to cheesecake party afterwards it was a good time he oh, was nice. running filthy rebels. another man into the city cafe yes, yes he had we never did. been he had never been he was running the filthy rebels he had two tauntauns oh, i loved his list gross single sniper four troopers with a variety of upgrades including one dlt 20 Ooh. yeah Ooh. spicy look at that that is spicy huh. he had r2 and 3po who hung around with han solo and chewbacca burn it all on a fire <laughs> han is there oh, thank you. no thank you i really Actually, when i, I thought when it was I a really cool him, list when i met him i we're introducing ourselves and he says playing rebels which is his first strike against him and then he said he was bringing han and that was strike two and three all together mm-hmm. tons would be strike four but yes whatever. i informed you he had han solo and you were like yes. oh well it's been nice i will yes. never speak to you again that's right i hope you lose <laughs> um <laughs> Out of curiosity, not to not to jump ahead of your report, but I'm just curious seeing this. How dare you? I didn't realize this is his list. I didn't realize it. How did that single sniper do? Sniped at my clones for most of the game, just plucking one off at a time. Sure. As, as you do. Okay. I was just yeah. curious. You just kind of set it up. Try to give shots where I wouldn't get heavy cover, and then I tried to make sure I had heavy cover. Things like that. Right. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. It did some wounds and stuff, which is what you want from snipers and achieve activation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we were playing breakthrough, advanced positions, and rapid reinforcements. And I, for like the fourth game, was playing Solo Rex. Yes. Ooh, I like it. It was Solo Rex, R2-3PO, six phase one clone troopers with a full rainbow of special weapons. And then I doubled up on the DC-15. One squad was naked. And then two barks with twin laser turrets. See, I like that a lot, actually. I mean, I really yeah, do. I, really I know the do. fear yeah. of having a single commander. I, I get that. Sure. It was 10 activations of clones. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's scary. <laughs> it's scary to face. And then, you know, my first tournament game without Obi-Wan, it's like, oh, here's Tauntauns. I'm like, great. <laughs> Tauntauns on Breakthrough. What else could go wrong? So we play Advanced Positions. He counter deploys the Tauntauns to just come at me turn one, and I'm just like, all right, this is happening. Uh, <laughs> But I take a DC squad and a Z6, and I fire support the first Tawn unit that comes towards me, which has three dodge tokens. Of course it does. And Mm -hmm. I kill them. Oh, God. Wow. Between Rex had... Rex had three aims from scouting and triggering tactical on three moves from scout and then double moving on his own action. And then they both had aim tokens, so it was just like, here's all the dice and all the tokens. Reroll, 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 reroll. Yeah. And I mean, I probably shouldn't have done it. I made him roll nine saves afterwards, so I got 12 hits. He spent all three, and he saved one, so he took all eight Ooh, wounds. Oh, that's gross. gross. So that yeah, the gross. rebel saves did not come in for him there. Sure. Ugh. I mean, well done, but still, that's... You yeah, so I, tons, I felt pretty but good. You still expect him to do better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... 
he told me later on he'd been telling himself not to uh, get that close to me, but just I guess was too gung ho with them from not right. not having I mean, played a lot you, of clones. So if he you wasn't expecting that. Rex out there, you mean, and you had other guys that were there. I mean. Yeah, like you had to kind of set up a, a box for him to step into, and he stepped right into it. Well, when I say double moved, I mean I like pushed him twice, like barely. Right, <laughs> right. I know. You could have taken the aim action, but you wanted to, to use tactical. Exactly. That's fair. Right. So I was feeling pretty good after that. He kept Han and Chewie kind of away from the fight for quite a bit of the game. So they weren't really a factor, which I think was something he could have tried to do more. But then also I could have fire sported them earlier. So I don't know what the approach with Han towards the clone ball is a little difficult, I think. With the map you guys were playing on, because I want to say you played the map that... um, It was the Tatooine map we didn't bring. Right. There's not... Han needs to hide behind stuff until he's ready to spring the trap. And there's not a lot of great places for him to hide. On sure. that map, at least with with the deployment you guys had, and as much as I hate Han, it's absolutely true. It's when the games he tends to die the most in is when he doesn't have a nice way to scooch up there and, and stay safe. Right. If he's just in the yeah. open, then it's like okay. Yeah, I, there I wasn't a lot this. of like bouncing back and forth from line of sight blocking. It was sure there was fences and shorter buildings, and then not quite a no man's land. But he would have had a heavy cover, but still, I would have taken but, the shots. Right, absolutely. Right. The magic cloak requires a healthy amount of support. Right. Yes, yes. And so, you know, from that point on, it was just kind of skirmishing. I was being caddy with my barks to make sure they were never left out to dry. And then just shooting at rebel (laughs) troopers. And then the barks kind of swept into his deployment zone towards the end of turn four. And then he brought his other tons around that turn. That was kind of the play to see if he could kill the barks and keep the tons alive to tie it on breakthrough or do something like that. But then I played Rex's three pip and he played change of plans, which meant I played Rex's one pip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Our even sport. not even thinking about that as like a good play, but then his tons didn't right. have an order and he pulled them first mm. after change of planning into Hans Zero. He pulled the tons first and he couldn't quite reach Rex with them double moving. Mm. And so he mm. just charged them into some other clone squad and they took their turn and disengaged and then my whole army just shot at them with Rex adding three red dice to each one. Gross. And I think I got five uses out of Rex's thing off of his Ooh, one pip. That's it disgusting. Was, it was. Disgusting. <laughs> I even, just just to bully a little bit, I even did it with R2's ranged attack and rolled you three white saw. dice and three red dice. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, when in Rome. I, yeah. I mean, it was there. I thought you liked this guy, Travis. I thought you liked him. I do. <laughs> He's an awesome guy. And he even thought it was funny that that was happening. So. <laughs> He his kept laughter good was covering while his, that no, was happening to him. His, his laughter was disguising his tears. That's all that exactly. was. I suppose. <laughs> no. So right, after so. after I killed those, both my barks just kind of flew around his deployment zone, and it was a two zero victory for clones on breakthrough. Nice. Yeah. So Ryan is one and zero. Will is one and zero. Tim, who'd you play? Well, I had the the wonderful privilege of playing against Mr. Mike and I. You got this. You can do uh, this. Okay. You got this. <clears throat> Mike G- Gorecki? I think it's Gorecki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Gorecki. Yes. Wonderful guy. Very, very fun guy. He played, had a really interesting list. And I think with some tweaking, I think I might be a fan of it, but very interesting. And I guess I should talk about what I was bringing to. We didn't really talk about that. Yes, um, yes you should. <laughs> yes, you should. I had a, two RTC Stormtroopers with the, the new range four, three whites and a red guy. It's pretty uh, good. Two, yes, very good. Love it. Staple to my Stormtroopers now. Two Shore Troopers with the T-21 and their targeting scopes. Again, staple, staple. 
and then a mortar and i believe let's see that that gives me to have two mortars i think i had you I did recall you know, apologies you know, i had two mortars you can look did at I? this list online where you i did have two mortars your, your list up. yes i've already deleted it uh, <laughs> <laughs> um well, i clear the list tabletop organizer probably also has it yes, yes. Exactly. you had but two anyway, shores it, it was, and two mortars yes yes and two <laughs> two shores two mortars and i will say <laughs> this is this is the first list I think I've ever made that had the uh, comms relay shenanigans. And because of the RRG, not to jump ahead, it's the last list I'll ever make with those. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, it's fine. It was neat. And then I had some death troopers just with the DLT and the config gun. Krennic and a tank with LTA, the hammer pilot, as I love to have him on there. He's my favorite pilot. And the pintle gun for range four shenanigans. And that was my list. So I had nine activations and I faced an eight activation list for this first game, <laughs> which I was not expecting at all. Mike had uh, Veers, an IRG, a flame frag snow with an officer attached to there. Uh, two man uh, after Ar- your own heart. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two um, of the RTS guys as well, or all the, the range four. RT-97C. Yeah, RTC. Sorry, RTC uh, guys. He also had two of them. Two speeder bike units with Ooh. link targeting array on both, and an ATST with link targeting array, twin blaster, and the grenade launcher. So heavy, heavy loaded ATST as you do. And we played VAPS, Major Offensive. And we kind of minefield. Um, and I say kind of because uh, <laughs> I, I remember say, this. I say kind That's of right. because we got about probably a couple activations into turn two, and then we looked and we went, "Huh, we didn't put any mines out, did we?" And we went, "No, we did not." And we were both sad about so, it because we were both looking forward to the fun. I enjoy minefield. I just think it's some fun chaos to throw in there. I think it's cool. I always enjoy so it. So you played clear conditions, is what you're yes, we play clear conditions. And like, <laughs> the thing yeah. we have learned is yeah. is Tim doesn't know how the start of the game works. Yes, just exactly. about every tournament we go to, we can find some place where <laughs> Tim screwed up deployment turn zero or some battle card. But I'll, I'll give uh, I'll give I'll props never to do Drew Cotton Jim for coming up with the line: "Tim only wins when he forgets a condition." card <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing though i never do it good. alone somehow i infect my opponents and also they forget yeah. as well it's great it it's spreads like a virus it's the yes. worst legion superpower <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That's exactly right. so i will yeah. say who picked vaporators um, because mike's pick. list doesn't have enough thumbs Right. Well, and that's kind of why he, you know, he said he was looking forward to minefield, and I was like, I would love to look forward to minefield because if I can, like you said, if I can blow off your thumbs, that's great for me. So that's that's <laughs> play with the M eighties again. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Um, I will. I can tell you that vaporators were the last one on the condition one. Uh, our options initially were intercept, breakthrough and vaps. Um, I do believe. I think I canceled breakthrough if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I can see why you really wouldn't want it with that list, right? Well, and especially with those bikes, bikes and the ATST, exactly, because <laughs> you could just fly the bikes around in the back and just ignore it and like not shoot with them, basically, and win. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so that was that was how we got there. But it was a it's an interesting game. Okay. Interesting. Yes, very interesting game. He did, and I love bikes. Um, I've not flown them in a long time, but but he did the thing that sadly a lot of bike players do. He flew them right in, 
and he flew them onto my left flank there and it was he had a choice he could either shoot the tank in the weak spot because you know bikes being bikes are fast enough to get on that side arc he had a free aim from lta and he he had an option of shooting the weak spot or shooting my rt squad that were on the point in the the vap in the back and he chose to shoot the tank which we talked about after the game and he acknowledged that it's probably a mistake um and he shot, I believe, with both bikes into that weak spot. And he got the weak spot, but he ended up only doing three damage on the tank when it all was said and done. He had lots of impact on there, so he, that was good. Um, but it just wasn't super crazy. And unfortunately, that then put both bikes in a position to where they were then lit up by that RT squad, the tank, and my death troopers. So all three units, I, I used the range four suppressive shot, which obviously suppressive didn't matter. And we just we, we just kind of nuked the bikes from there. And that was that was pretty much, that was them for them. And the beauty of that was that kind of secured that flank for most of the game, which then allowed all of my other units to focus into the ATST. And I will say that ATST definitely hurt scary mm-hmm. i got a couple of early shots off on it i couldn't i mean it's armored and armor does what armor does and i could not get any crits on it for my life i was rolling so all these dice couldn't get them i got some good hits on them like short troopers are rolling good hits against them but i was not getting nearly enough crits on them but eventually if you shoot it enough it dies but it did get off um let's see if i remember correctly between the ATST and then also their maximum firepower turn, which was, I think, turn two, he wiped a shore squad. And then the next turn, I think it was the next one, he pretty much one shot at my death troopers with the ATST. Um, right. and it was just so tall. Like, I tried to hide him. I saw him coming. I tried to hide, and I just I couldn't hide. Um, and I will say, I'll insert my complaint here. I will say my death trooper saves their attack dice. All my attack dice all day long are pretty solid. But like my defense dice on D- those DTs all day long were just awful. Like they could not save for beans. So Tim, I got to ask, were yes. you using the app or actual dice? Actual dice. Actual dice. Uh, we uh, talked about this before. You I fool. Know. I know. They were just, again, they were doing good damage. We have technology. Could not save. Couldn't save for, for anything. But anyway, so... Th- I realized Couldn't being save vapped, with the best save in the game, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and cover. <laughs> well, not against the ATSD because he uses grenade launcher wisely. So, um, well, all right. Yeah, exactly. But I realized early on being VAPS and being the positions that it was is probably going to come down to points. And so I took that uh, show her uh, death trooper officer and bravely hid him in a corner and hid him behind yep. some cover. <laughs> but anyway, so points we're just, the ATSD brave, brave did, death troopers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ATSD definitely hurt a little bit, but once we focused fire into it, the tank did a bunch of damage to it. Once the tank was able to move up. Heavy fight. Heavy fight. Yes. And that tank, and he didn't really shoot my tank other than those bike shots into it. But anyway, long story short, killed the ATST. Um, and then the rest of the list between the bikes being gone, the ATST being gone, it just was slowly chipping away at his forces. The snowtroopers, unfortunately, were kind of across the map. And so they had to march across the map. And they really, they, towards the end of the game, I will say they almost threatened one of my VAPs in the middle. But then I saw them coming and the tank range two gun has this cool keyword called suppressive. And so I just loaded suppression onto them. The mortar shot them. Anything suppressive I could get on them, I shot them. And they were one move away from the point. And then they just panicked and ran away. So he was right there within, almost in range. It was very sad almost to see. But he ran away and, and... that was that. Uh, so we ended up coming down to points because, again, Evaporators, I won on Points Destroyer because I think at the end of the game, all he had left was, I think, Veers and maybe one of those RTC squads. I could be wrong. Uh, Your notes what, say Storm Squad and Veers. Yeah, I know. That's what I would say, but I'm trying to remember if that was accurate or not. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was a bloody game. <laughs> you can't trust the notes. You can't trust the notes you you wrote yourself. <laughs> it also says I think on there, so you can take that and smoke it. But um, yeah, so it it was close. It was a close game in the sense of very bloody. But once the the big heavy things went down, it was a little bit easier for me. So. I like that you basically had a heavy fight, a heavy because I think that's what's about to happen again. I think we're about to see a lot more heavies on the table. Yes, we're going to see some clone tanks, the CIS oh, tank as soon as it yes. gets here in March. Yes, yeah. um, I think we'll see a lot of that on the table. Well, and I will say, I was actually seeing the ATST. I was terrified because tank versus ATST. Normally, ATST wins that fight because uh, it, has, it so has more impact. You think that? But the last time I played it, I played it against Scott at the Knoxville Prime, yeah. and it, I could not get damage through. Sure. That red defense dice on that tank is yeah. super nice. Well, and I mean, uh, so the joke also for the day for me was, how many times do I forget aggressive tactics? I forgot it twice. It cost me two different short trooper oh. models, not units, but models. Um, and then also that means that the tank didn't have it because you can put it on the tank and uh, use it for defense, which is great. It definitely helped mm-hmm. save the tank uh, once or twice from a couple extra hits, but... Yeah. Nice. So at the end of round one, you are all winners. Yes. We were. Hooray. So many winners. We shared alcohol at the Mexican restaurant. Oh, it was did. great. You can see that on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. So so how did it feel to get there, play a single game, and then go to lunch? It was, was fine. That... It was fine. Okay. I was ready for more. I had a little <laughs> bite to eat, but, you know, yeah. me, I just want to grind games. Yeah, I'd rather just play it out and have dinner, but I get it if people wake up, you know, earlier in the day than we do, I guess, for yeah. these tournaments. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Eat yeah. breakfast? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I saw that, and I was I was shocked by it a little bit. I was like, well, they got there at, like, 10 o'clock, and they yeah, started playing. Like, yeah. We stopped for well, breakfast when we got there, which was at, right. like, an hour before With we started. So we were all yeah. kind of just like... I mean, Dice, yes. Didn't, yes, we did, Dice yeah. didn't start till 11, so, like, yeah, okay. we were... I mean, maybe, but yeah. It's that weird time too. Like I could understand yeah. if we push through, I, don't, I wouldn't have been mad. But I also get if it was X Wing, you'd do it after round two. But round sure. two for this ended at like four <laughs> thirty. Yeah, right. five exactly. <laughs> All right, I can see that. I can see that. Yes. So round the two, what naturally happens when three stab catchers go to a tournament that only has sixteen people? Yes, what happens? We draw our swords and have a stab fight. <laughs> stab fight. Da, da, da. Stab Will fight. and Tim have a stab off. We did. In the middle of round two. Right. So boys, how'd it go? Well, and for the record, Ben, I shouted at Josh that we were going to play on the stream table. And then Drew was like, but my stuff's there. So we didn't get to. <laughs> yes, exactly. I really wish I'd been able to play on the stream table. I, I would have tried. had yeah. a field day. Yes. <laughs> Tim and I played on a cool urban environment map. It was all, it was 40K buildings, but we, we made it better with our own uh, scatter terrain provided we by Scott Marley. put a tree Marley, in the middle. A tree yep, in the did. crater. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Ben hasn't seen this yet since he hasn't been out in forever. Yeah. But Scott made us a box of scatter terrain that we sprinkled around on all the tables at Dice Head, just like yeah. you get some light nice. cover and you get some it, light. It cover. made a huge difference, I will say. It's it really awesome. did. Yeah, it's great for every map, not just for any one particular. It's just for all the maps. So it really well, thanks, benefited. Scott. I saw the really cool um, boxes that he made with the yeah, Stabcast logo. They on, say so. Stabcast on them. Yeah, yeah. it's great. But I've not seen the box of scatter stuff. Yeah. Thank I... you for bringing light cover to the tables, Scott. Yes, because finally, <laughs> we're much in need. Yes, Tim and I played Breakthrough, Battle Lines, and Hostile Conditions. We've talked about our lists, and uh, we squared up. I (laughs) decided to deploy Clone Ball opposite of the shores and just fight, and it was probably a misplay there. Maybe, I don't know about that. (laughs) But But, uh, turn one, I did uh, Smite His Tank from from Range 4. I was going to say, let's not even short yourself there. It was halfway through turn one. 
Like, yeah, just, it was my it was first just, three activations, uh, and then the well, tank was dead. And the problem was, you know, I know where I needed to put my troopers. They were all together. And so the, the issue was, no matter which way I put the tank, because you can't put it straight on, right? Because it's too long mm-hmm. to put it in the breakthrough area, or in the, excuse me, in the in battle, battle lines. lines. Yeah. And so you can't put it just dead on straight. And so no matter which way I turned, the way everybody was deployed, I knew either the bark was going to get a weak shot or a weak point shot or some troopers are going to get a weak point shot. And so I just had to, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. So I'm not complaining. Right. About it. It's just it is what it is. Um, and so I knew I knew I was going to get hit. I just didn't think I was going to get hit that hard. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I used the scouting party to scout up the squad that had the new clone rocket launcher yes. upgrade. Very effective. Very Played effective. Rex's two pip so that the whole squad got a range four shot into the side arc of the tank. Yep. Yeah. With, it was with an aim token and Rex's aims, they got yep. seven crits, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and uh, then it was gross. The tank yeah. blocked two or three. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, it was oh, bad. That's about average. Hang on, that's average. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. The dice were about yeah. average there. It's, it was just yeah. a lot of hits. <laughs> it was just, just the damage. tank was half gone Lots after of, my first yeah. action. Exactly. Or activation. Yeah, yeah, gross. And then it was a sad day. <laughs> one of my barks and the DC fifteen shot it to death. The bark came in and finished the job. Yep. It was. So I was feeling was pretty good. Rough. I, I want to say during my second round game, at some point in the early turns, I looked up and I could see Will's back and Tim's face, and I just see Tim <laughs> glowering, making eye contact with me, shaking his head like, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." Well, nope he probably nope. just picked up his tank. Yes, that was sad. Yeah. uh, It was a sad day. But uh, after that, my clones had trouble getting an engagement with Tim's uh, shoreline. I've made fun of the the scopes in the past, but they were doing so much work for you against me. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, and let's say, I will say too, before the tank died, it did get a shot off into the bark. And it just about killed your bark. Not quite. It but did. It was just shot yeah, you, of. And that was really helpful, too. You had put an order token on it, and so you were just like, I guess I go with this before I don't yeah, get to activate it, it ever. Yeah, before it gets nuked. Yeah. <laughs> and so you just threw all the dice at a bark and yeah. did a chunk to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you did not ignore my barks on Breakthrough, as I was no. hoping you would. No, I did not ignore your barks on Breakthrough. I have played this game. <laughs> well, you just played... Yeah speeder bikes so you saw how yes. they could fly over and exactly let's give you, you eliminated both team. barks by like turn three yeah and you you did fly that other bark behind some cover so i had to wait to shoot it so i was a little concerned there but when it came around i yeah. just put everything into it yep uh, and then the straight fight between clones and shores the shores were more effective with all the dice mods and just standing there <laughs> you did kill krennic though you absolutely oh, yes. murdered krennic well <laughs> you killed krennic sir he was just in the doorway. He was just you, in the doorway. You pushed him out, stood him in a doorway, and was like, aha, now I can see Rex. And then yes. I was like, now two clone squads can see Krennic. <laughs> yes, and I didn't he has they could all see And him. you haven't played any of Krennic's cards yet. Nope. Hmm. So he died. <laughs> he died turn he, two. He died turn two. But so, so did Rex. So That's right. We exactly. both lost our commander's turn two. Yeah, I poured everything into Rex and, and killed him. And so it was a very interesting fight after that. And so you know what that means. Commander Trashcan. That's right. R2-D2 was in charge. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So around this point, I was realizing I couldn't win the straight up fight. So I had to start running for the breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. But uh, the dice, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dice. And I, I did some... There's one flank where the tank was. It was the tank and one of those RTC guys. And mm-hmm. uh, 
When the tank did, that flank was feeling really, really empty once the bark died, it was helpful. But I had a choice there to run the guy out, and I was trying to just to sneak around and get a, a breakthrough point because I knew we were going to be pressed for points, or try and shoot. And I should have stayed and shot because I didn't realize that you still had a squad up in the buildings and beautiful heavy cover with a beautiful line of sight. Like that was a fire support squad all game, and they did a great job. DC doing 15 that. in the window. Yeah, it was DC 15 in the window, and I didn't realize it. And so I moved him out there, and all of a sudden, he got lit up so mm-hmm. it was what it was like the unit leader and one and the rtc guy i think was left and that was it i think it was just the unit leader yeah it you, you ran the them they're behind a barricade and you moved them out yes to shoot the bark i had tried to sneak right. past but didn't quite get there <laughs> yes and so you shot yes. that with the full squad and then mm-hmm. i shot the full squad that was now in the open and so i was trying to sneak a unit past that guy and i will say so i realized i didn't have the firepower to stop that squad so what i did instead was and this is we're towards the end of the game at this point i just ran him in and he just he went to fisticuffs and started <laughs> punching but tied him up so they couldn't keep moving. And so I was I was concerned about this until I realized punch move is better than disengage. Yes. So I did yes. that. <laughs> I punched it with five black dice. It died. Yes. But it meant I only got one move towards his deployment, so I wasn't quite there yet. Well, and it meant you only got one move towards the deployment. And the more important thing to me was it made sure that my death troopers had a nice shot lined up for you on that squad. Right. That was oh, left. No. Didn't get yes, far so enough. The, right. So the death troopers were also in the doorway. <laughs> More in cover than Krennic was, <laughs> so they were a little bit farther back in the doorway. They learned from learned their lesson Krennic after he murdered. was turned to paste. Yes, exactly. Um, and so they they finished off that squad on that side, which then let me focus just on the middle. Um, and I was also concerned about how to kill R two because I had never really faced R two, and I was really panicking a little bit in the middle there. And I was told Will I was like, I don't know how I win this because I don't know how to stop that little thing. And then I realized if you just throw enough dice at it all at once, then eventually it dies. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the short squad shooting like the seven dice is, or eight dice yeah. is pretty strong. So yeah, and like I think you, you said, just the the scopes in there really helped. Yeah, I you had a squad that rolled and it had two aims, but it started off with just one hit, and you got mad, and I was like, "You're gonna reroll all of those, Tim. It's fine." <laughs> and then you ended yeah. up with like seven hits. Yeah, so I was great. just like, it was "A good time." Just like nothing matters, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that feels. Yeah. So I had I had two or three units just barely not get to the finish line, so we went to kill points and Tim had me there. So oh, I was yeah. I was defeated, cast down. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> thought you Tim. had like the whole first half of the game I thought I thought you had it in the bag because of everything. Yeah, me too. Krennic in the tank and <laughs> 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 I was messaging Ben updates, just being like, killed his tank, killed his Krennic, and then, yep. like, large pause, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm sure, that was I'm sure you were very confused. I'm winning, I'm winning, I've lost. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> Funny yeah. how when it turned against me, I wasn't sending cheerful exactly. updates anymore. Right? But yes, the, the first stab off, I was kidney stabbed too much, and I that's fell over. Right. That's correct. It was the death. His, his Irish instincts so, kicked in. That's right. So, <laughs> so Tim is two and zero. Oh, Will is one and one. To my eternal Ryan, shame. <laughs> how did your round two go? I had the uh, podcast question mark showdown. <laughs> They're doing most of their stuff on Twitch now. I don't know if it counts as a podcast. We'll let you, the viewers, decide. In theory, listeners, uh, with Chris Vandergriff of the eighty second Legion, the captain. 
as he likes to be called. He tells everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> so before the game, I was kind of walking around. We had because we had a little bit of a break, and we're coming back from lunch. And I look at this table, and I'm like, man. I do not. Whatever, whoever poor soul has to play on this table, like I don't want to be that person because it's this table with woods in the middle of it, with just a couple trees that are movable. So it's probably going to be like area light cover, some good heavy cover line of sight blockers, and like this wrecked building in the middle that didn't have a roof on it, and like nothing else. Like, and heaven forbid you had to play against ATST on this map, like, it was just going to be, like, shooting fish in a barrel. And so I get called over, and I have to play Chris Vandergriff, and it's on that table. I was like, well, perfect. Shit. <laughs> we, we are a family-appropriate podcast. Now someone's Not about to today. <laughs> Not with that um, kind of table. No. Yeah. And we've not gotten there yet, kids, but it's going And so uh oh, Vandergriff was running a really strange medley of Imperial troops. It was Krennic, it was two snipers, it was a four man death trooper squad. Yes. It was some some storms and some shores. This one of the storms had like a heavy weapon, a couple of them didn't. And then it was an ATST. <laughs> so Big boy. I had uh, I had my my work cut out for me. He pushed it to battle lines and hostile environment, but I knew my one out on him was, I want to say it was in the third column, and I just didn't care what else happened, but I got sabotage. And with battle lines, I put one of my evaporators towards the center of the map, where there was this big blown-out building that I could kind of hide behind and in, to where the ATST would have to walk up further to be able to see over it, or walk closer to it. And then off on one of the... Uh, the sides of the table where there wasn't a lot of cover, I put an evaporator where I knew I could scout one of my sniper teams out and get a pretty good LOS on a good chunk of the field and hit my evaporator and then back up. He chose to put his two VAPs exactly just range two apart from each other. One of them literally like on the board edge because he didn't have a really great spot at the range bands that both of his evaporators kind of had to go out into a no man's land. And there was one piece of line of sight blocking terrain and then one other piece of heavy cover that I could kind of run up and get next to, to where almost all of my army hid behind. And my whole job was to tag my two VAPs as quick as possible and then bully him off of his. And what Scott didn't do um, in our game, Vandergriff did do, and maybe to too much of a degree, he really respected Luke, respected Luke's threat range, never let Luke... I never made a melee attack with Luke in the whole, the whole game. Ooh. Really? Um, Luke got two saber tosses off. He zoned him out. He kept himself outside of range two, so I couldn't do the double move charge. He got a shot at Luke with, with his ATST, but Luke was always within a two speed move of one of his evaporators that he just never ever got to. Hmm. And so by me zoning him off of it, he never got his own guys up there to where once I, I tagged his evaporators, we had this squirrely game of sniper hide-and-go-seek with Leia helping out with coordinated bombardment that once I kind of did the math in my head and realized like into turn four, Luke had died, um, but taken, you know, four turns of pushing people off points. As long as I kept enough suppression on the table, which is pretty easy to do with... Uh, hostile environment that he couldn't get 
to his evaporators and and tag them both in time. So it became Operation Don't Get Tabled. <laughs> and uh, we both kind of did the math on that at the same time. Chris tried to blow up as much stuff as he could. Um, he did a pretty good job of it. I didn't have a whole lot left on the table when it was all said and done. But I did win on VAP points. I want to say it was like four to, to two. I think he got one of his VAPs. Um, nice. But uh, it was it was this really weird technical game where I think he was a little too afraid of Luke instead of just letting me uh, tie something up and and go swinging on it. The the issue he had and it might have been the right call for his list. He had a lot of trimmed down activations to where it's only four or five model squads and Luke is pretty good at wiping those. He didn't have a big hit point sponge or a big fully loaded team to to really rely on the the high model count to make Luke make multiple attacks against. And I uh, I managed to to pull the win out of out of uh really placement of of the evaporators and rebel shenanigans. Re- yeah, sure rebel shenanigans, but with hostile environment and where he put his vaps, uh they weren't touching any pieces of terrain. They didn't he wouldn't have had any cover from from my board edge. So he really needed to thin me out before he could go approach them, and then I just ran him out of time. So you both worked together to give you the win. That's nice. That's nice <laughs> yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Ryan is two and zero. Oh. Tim is two and zero. Oh. Will one and one. <laughs> so we go into the next round. Round the three. Will, who do you play? Well, I play a gentleman from a sort of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Does he perhaps call himself the captain? (laughs) Uh, I believe he tried to make me call him that, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you referred to him as Corporal. Check. (laughs) (laughs) I believe I I referred to him as Chris, his name. (laughs) So how'd that game go for you? (laughs) Uh, Not good. (laughs) (laughs) we played guess what breakthrough shockers (laughs) advanced positions and clear conditions all right so let me ask why breakthrough i get that you have the barks so are you choosing breakthrough i am getting to breakthrough and saying it'll it'll work uh in this case chris flipped the first two objectives because they were like boxes and then intercept and he's like i don't want to play boxes or intercept (laughs) okay and i was just he's like i want to play breakthrough which is i keep you out of my deployment zone right and i was like okay so he picked it right just knowing he could shoot at whatever i was trying to walk towards him which was accurate Uh, (laughs) honestly that's also what clones like to do on breakthroughs like scoot your barks and your magic trash can up into the zone and then just like clone ball them to death anything that gets close and I tried that. <laughs> um, he was running the list Ryan described, Krennic, five troopers or so, double shore, double mortar, then that ATST. And that ATST was a problem because this map didn't have anything that was taller than that by a long shot. This map had one that got up to its knees. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So there was not much so, for me to hide behind. The opposite of what we've started calling the Atlanta problem. Yes. This which was... is where no walls... No walls. I had this area tree forest terrain that was light cover, and I was like, maybe this will protect me. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> no. And then, you know, after the uh, advanced positions clone ball, really aggressive, you know, speed three R2-D2 scout. It's a good time. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Somehow I missed that. That's the thing that happened. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's a thing. Rex is like, escorts the trash can to the edge. Yep. <laughs> to the curb for pickup. It really helps with the math of how do I get R2 there besides yeah. double moving every turn. 
Uh, and then he drops turn one annihilation looms. Yep. And my entire mm-hmm. army goes, guess I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> And decides they would like one action the rest of the game. Uh, so my whole army's suppressed. I had played Rex's two pit, which requires two actions to do it correctly, which meant yep. it wasn't happening correctly. Because <laughs> you have to yeah. add, you have to have the token and be able to take an aim and shoot, because you have to take right. the aim to increase your range. Right. But with only one action, it just didn't happen. He puts two mortars into Rex and does four wounds. Cool. <laughs> And then another shore squad is like, I guess we'll shoot him with the T-21B. And then Rex is like, yeah, just not feeling it and dies. (laughs) So not only am I super suppressed, my commander's dead. And so I put... Commander R2 in charge, Who's except Commander running away from who is your force. Yes, who has already cleared like half of my army out of range three of himself. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then the strange saltiness that I that I <laughs> do takes over. Every every member of the Stabcast exhibits tilt or salt in a very different way. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Which is why it's quite delightful to look around the room and see if you can't spot the other three guys who are that's salty. Right. That's and correct. if they're not getting salty, you're the salty one. So I don't know if we've covered this on the show before, but I go straight apathy. <laughs> yes, we, yes, we've I'm discussed just, this before. <laughs> I'm just straight like, yeah, cool, man. Let me know when I'm rolling dice. Have fun. <laughs> Just sit on the chair here. <laughs> yes. And you know, when the bomb comes out, you know it's it, over. That's yeah. It, at this point, I'm texting Will, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going? Are you are you beating on Vandergriff?" He's like, "Nope, nope, not at all." <laughs> Just like it's a game of Legion, I guess. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's getting to the point where I'm like, oh, "I'll activate these clones. They rally one off. Cool. They they'll move towards you." Let me know when they need to do a panic move or they're doing panic moves. I'm just like, this is fun, isn't it? And so, like, I had three or four clone squads that are just, like, moving up, getting panicked by mortars, running away, next turn, moving up again. You know, whatever. In an in a moment of desperation, I got an R2-D2 fire support into his death troopers and, like, killed two of them, which was neat. Must be nice to have those death trooper saves. Yeah. It was... It was <laughs> It was a move reminiscent of Brett just to get a moral victory. Is that really a... Ooh, that's not a moral victory at all. I just wanted to fire support R2-D2 and say I've done it a bunch. That's the moral victory. Yeah, that's, that's a moral anything. victory. I'll, okay. I'll give you that moral victory. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was I was defeated by Chris. I was not tabled. We played all the way through turn six, and I had I had one clone unit leader just tucked behind a building and just like, oh, I'm right. not going to run away. That's right, so no I, matter what the others do. I survived with like 77 points on the board at the end of turn six, and yeah. neither of us scored any breakthrough points. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was pretty sure that's what Vandegrift was going for. Yeah, he just wanted right. to be able to... Oh, yeah. To, like, to murder, my, barks, my barks tried to go the long way around, and then his ATSD was like, hello, little ducklings, and then switched <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, uh, that... All right. So at this point, <laughs> and so there went point, there went is, my hopes and dreams. Yep, just dead. Dashed by the eighty so, second legion. So at this point, uh, I'm looking again. I'm cleaning my house, but I'm keeping my laptop or my cell phone around. I am watching and listening, and I can go to Tabletop Organizer, which is a fantastic website if you're not using it. Tabletop.to. Oh, it's fantastic. And so I'm looking at the at the list. I'm like, okay, 
at the final table is going to be a stab caster yep. uh, more, more than likely uh, unless they both play other people because Ryan and Tim are the top of this ladder. Right. And if they play other people, they could both somehow lose. And they would be losing to, you know, Michael Henry, who has beaten us many, many times before. <laughs> yeah, I want to say the undefeateds going into that round was me, Tim, Michael Henry. And Al. Was and, it Al? And, and it was Al. Al. Yep. And Al, yeah. That's, yeah. that's who it was. Now, I will say of those top four, three of them already have invites. So Correct. people are salivating. They're like, all right, even if I lose to these guys, if I oh, can yeah. rank up high enough, yeah. I may be able to catch the downturn. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we and were so, given, going into round two or round three, we were giving, we were all uh, making jokes at, at Tim's expense, like, welcome to the lion's den. Hello. Yeah, yeah. because this is... <laughs> Which so one of us is, would you like to devour you? <laughs> this is where the pressure really comes on because it... it if I win, then I get an invite. Automatically, boom, get an invite. If I lose, that puts me two and one, and then we go to strength of schedule, and that's a right. terrifying place to be in. That's a whole different ballgame. You know you're not the only two mm-hmm. and one, and you're like, uh-oh. Oh, no, 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 no. So that was there's a lot of pressure on this game. <laughs> in a yeah. sports term, you controlled your own destiny. Yes, you did. Yes. Yes, you did. Did you seize upon the opportunity? Well, the game was versus the Ryan. So we had a stab cast off or stab off volume two. Ooh. Yes, no. we did. Yes. Right. And it was a game. So, oh, here we go. How do we want to tell this go. story? Do you um, want to go can... first or do I go first? Well, in spirit of, of the game, I suppose, I'll I go first. I think Tim should go first. I should go okay. first because go that, for it. that's... Oh. I don't know if we want to just have us all get salty or not. Where well, the challenger enters the ring first. I need a stress ball. Hold on. Yes, there it is. Okay, <laughs> I found one. I'll need Hey, the later. first part of the game was great, man. Oh, yeah. First part of the game, uh, your defense dice were doing def- white defense dice things. and you I were... didn't roll a pa- paint on yeah. the first turn undoubtedly undoubtedly i like. took 13 wounds on turn one yes uh, i remember a mind double detonated on me and that was fun. well i was gonna say so we played advanced positions intercept and minefield and this time we remembered minefield although we came we, really close to not we came real close and it was actually you that remembered it i'm not gonna yes lie. so thank you very much um but we remembered it and the mines did did pay off a little bit um for me they didn't really super affect me um I had one where I went into position, it didn't go off, and my guys were in scoring position. It was one of my RTC squads, and so they just so stood they never there. never had to move, yeah. Yeah, well, he's just like, all right, I guess it doesn't do anything. So yeah, so start off really good. Luke was all the way in the corner, couldn't quite get him from where my guys, my guys were. Yeah, so to kind of talk about deployment here for a second. Yes, yes. I yes. deployed on the long edge of my board pretty much my whole army yes except for one of my snipers and my one of my z6 squads kind of in the in the crux of the l of advanced positions so they could run up and grab some heavy cover and score the the easy intercept point for me sure everything else was balled up around leia on the long edge of the board towards the center of the map with the exception of luke because i went all the way up to, to tim's side of the short edge of the table yes um and there were a set of two buildings that were going to provide total los block yep. for luke's approach they and sure did Luke up there by himself <laughs> they sure um, did <laughs> And to where Tim, if he wanted to get some early shots on Luke, was going to really have to maneuver his army in a weird yeah. fashion to, to negate some of that line of sight until Luke got way too close. So, well, that's that was the thing. So that whole side, they could have shot him, but they would have been unaimed. And also it would have cost us, you know, going into round two because intercept, you know, you score every two rounds. Mm-hmm. 
And so it would have been a choice of do we do we pull back and shoot Luke and give up the first one or how do we do that? And so I chose not to do that. Tried to focus on the victory points here and not get Luke hungry. So we just poured it all into like his vets. The vets melted yeah. pretty good. The emplacement vet I made sure the, to nuke the Mark that. Mark II that I yeah. had just sat on top of building some heavy cover. Yeah, and he was on just, top of a roof and was, was. I had dodge tokens as far as the eye could see, but it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, what if it was all crits? They were mostly crits. They were um, mostly yeah, crits. mostly was. <laughs> they were mostly Tim, crits. Tim, in, in the first turn, with the exception of like where I deployed Luke, Tim could do no wrong and I could do no right. It was... No, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely Tim true. Tim had taken two wounds at the end of round one and I had taken like double digits. It was it was bad. And I think some of those wounds were actually from a mine. So <laughs> it wasn't even from like you shooting. So yeah, first... I'd say yeah. first two turns, really. Yeah, was looking no, really first, first two to three turns, you were wrecking me and I'm like... God damn yeah. it, I have to do a show where I have to admit that Tim beat me and got his invite <laughs> off it. And I'm not, I'm yeah. not a board. Who would no, ever want to do that? Not when there's an invite on the line at a prime. It wasn't on the line for you, you snow. <laughs> you already have yours, you grease. Yeah, no, at this point, I'm just, I'm just denying you, absolutely. <laughs> yes, give in. <laughs> That's right. So there is something to be said of if you lose if you lose to one of the the other stab casters early in a, in a day you're like okay that's fine but you know uh-huh. when there's stuff on the line yeah when, when yes. there's stuff on winner, the line winner goes to the final yeah there was stuff on the, on the line in our game well, yeah because one yes. of you was likely going to go to the finals at that right. point <laughs> exactly yes there, which uh, was I mean is why you and Tim played a little bit more cutthroat probably than you would have oh yeah hundred percent if it had not been I, yeah oh a hundred and ten percent I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, I, I think Tim I mean, and I had a I will play Cutthroat against Brett Rinko every yes. time. Will and I did have a fun um, game. We had a good game. It was close. See, <laughs> yeah. it was lovely. See, I don't play Cutthroat against Scott Marler, but that's often because I'm trying to. I barely win those games when I play against Scott at these big tournaments. <laughs> right, like right. I hang on by the skin of my teeth if I yes. ever win. So, yes. <laughs> but anyway, that was. First couple of rounds was going good. I you were up two to one, which ended up being really impactful later, which yeah. is what I was afraid of. Not to spoil everything, but like it's I was afraid of that, and I was trying to get that middle point, and I just couldn't. It's the problem. He's, a, I, he's addicted to aim tokens. Well, you can't shoot and score and intercept, and this is why I didn't mm-hmm. want intercept. But I believe you pushed for intercept, if I remember correctly. I think it was either you had to choose between intercept and sabotage, and you said you didn't care, and so you picked like some other card, like you picked a different column. Like it was, it was bad choice into bad choice for objectives. Yes, because it was either I take limited viz or I take intercept. So, yeah, I got rid Luke of limited loves viz. Limited viz on AP. Right, exactly. So I was like, no, well, I'll get rid of the limited viz and deal with intercept best I can. But anyway, yeah, so I did not score on any but one objective on yeah. the uh, round two. So I got one, so it was two to one at the end of round two. Um, but definitely definitely looking like it was heavily in my favor. Like, you scored yeah. those points. No, I, I, I was, I was like, I got to pull some, we some were, BS at this point. Uh, we were both debating, like, is this going to become a table? We don't normally do table mm-hmm. games, but, like, is this going to happen? Um, so, was, so my Luke finally like, kind of going into round three starts to connect. Um, oh, does he? Oh, does he? And he does. He does Luke things. By that he means he wipes out a shore squad, all but the unit leader. So there's just <laughs> enough left alive that it matters. And then I force push a, a mortar into into the melee. So correct. He couldn't just which is what you do. a single action withdraw out and then blow me up with right. his tank. Um, exactly. Because I did have to go with Luke early, and I hit an unactivated squad. Yes, absolutely. And I do believe yeah. that round you chose. 
to not to disengage with those two. Right. And so this is a good story. All, all salt and everything aside, like this is where, you know, we always talk about sometimes you play games where one, not just one turn, but one activation mm-hmm. means everything. And I would argue that was probably it. Yeah. I got a core and I didn't realize, I realized it, but you know, you're just a bunch of things going on in yep. your head and you're not thinking about it. And so I, I knew that you were double engaged. So I know I had to spend two activations and I know exactly my thought process too. My thought process was, okay, Luke's gone. I don't have to worry about him right now. And so I didn't disengage. I did something else to, to take to out someone me off else the middle, shoot yeah. some. Yeah. Right, exactly. To try and press over there where I thought I thought that was a better option. <laughs> but by doing that, I gave up a shot on Luke or, you know, basically put off shooting Luke for another turn or whatever. And I think, again, not to fast forward, but I think that's what ended up costing me everything. Yeah, my my safe point, I had a Z6 squad and some snipers down there. And my Z6 squad, my snipers had a pretty good line of sight to do what they needed to do to keep yeah. Tim off the middle. But my got my Z6 to a spot to where on the odd number turns... I could move, shoot, and then on the even yep. number turns, I could shoot and then move back into the score. And so I was, st- yes. I was still getting my Z6 even, even there. Um, I yeah. did am- eventually clean up those two activations with Luke, but then I want to say Luke yes. went down the next turn after swinging one more time. I forced pushed the mortar out, disengaged, yes. hit another full squad. Um, but at yeah. that point, yeah, Luke, you wiped, granted, you'd only made two attacks, two but they were huge attacks. Yes, um, Luke basically wiped two squads, which was hugely impactful for the game. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't even... I think him killing two squads definitely helps. I think the big thing was it. I kept your tank shooting at Luke. But the bigger thing was, because it's still a victory point game, you killed mm-hmm. activation. I just... Yeah. No. No, you killing those activations is what crippled me. And once I saw them go down, that's when I started the tilt because I knew it was going that way. And I, I did the math and I did the, the the calculations and I said, "There's almost no way." Um, Calculated the odds. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and also, DTs at one point got shot, but they they didn't save for crap. I think I think two of them <laughs> were left alive at the end of it. So it was just I was like, yeah. okay. Okay, that's fine. They did nothing. So I will say Dicehead is a store in a mall front. Mm -hmm. It's a very small mall front. So the actual streaming table is in the front of the mall. You can see the entrance. You can hear the mall music, which is often lots of 80s stuff until later in the evening. Mm -hmm. Later in the evening. I can hear Will and Tim (laughs) who are playing in the mall proper. Like they're actually like in the walkway. Ryan and Tim, sorry. I also heard Will a little bit during this, but I think it was more, you know, cackles of despair. Um, Oh, wow. Cool, man. So, but I can hear Tim and I can hear Ryan not talking about the salt that's developing, but I can hear that's how loud mm-hmm. it is. Yes. Because they're, they're not saltily talking to each other in the, in the middle of the mall and is coming back through the door and hitting the camera of the live stream. Yes. Oh, half my game was watching their game. Yeah. <laughs> Just like we watching. actually had a game going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Just watching Ryan being like, well, I guess this happens, and Tim being that's... like, yeah, uh-huh, I guess so. <laughs> yep, that's what happens. That's, that's what it's true. That's... So, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it came down to yeah. me having four or five models left on the table. I didn't have much, but it, they were in enough of the right spots that yep. I managed to, to hide, what was it, my sniper that would have put you ahead your sniper. on points <laughs> yep. destroyed or something like that. It's... The, the sniper, basically what happened was the sniper was behind a building, and if they lived, all they needed was one move action to get in scoring range of the middle point, and then he would win on the middle point. I couldn't I couldn't kill Leia. I tried, just couldn't get the damage. She, tank shot her, didn't matter. She just, I mean, it is what it is. You just can't kill something sometimes. Dodge That's, token of the fine. Steam Leader is pretty good. 
yeah yeah like it's fine it's how it goes i killed everything else but it just it was gonna be to the point where we were tied on the middle and then it wasn't gonna matter if if he could get that one unit over so we're recording this on a Saturday mm-hmm. morning, February the 29th. Oh, we. So it's nothing like starting your morning with a cup of salt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I'm glad I could bring, bring oh, him back to this place. I didn't. I didn't throw anything, but those dice were definitely rolled very heavily. <laughs> I didn't throw it on the ground, you, but I, you, I definitely, I definitely I think, tossed those dice on that table. I think three I or four models got dice. snapped off their bases. Yes. However, I will say. So I thought about that. It's mostly just because I didn't have a stress ball with me. I just needed something to squeeze, and so those happened to be what was in my hand to squeeze. And so I just needed a small creature to squeeze to death yes these these dear listener are called red flags <laughs> it's they will get upon. you a dq in the floor if you if you reach across the opponent your table and kill your opponent it is frowned upon in some cultures so yes so, so some Tim's of my models go mow the lawn and pretend every blade of grass is ryan <laughs> that's so that's correct so i'm gonna have to do some re-gluing on some like a couple of my models there but you know so I'm at the house. I'm scrubbing toilets. I'm scrubbing toilets at the house. I've got the laptop in there. I see and hear what's going on. So I quickly flip, you know, I take the gloves off because I clean like a gentleman. With we all took the gloves off that day. I mean, we yeah, all we took did. them off. <laughs> it's fine. I take the gloves off and I look and I was like, oh, Tim, I think no matter what happens here, you're still going to get the invite because I'm looking mm-hmm. at SOS and extended SOS and all the tables are coming in except some of those at the bottom. And, yeah. you know, those likely weren't going to impact a whole lot of things. And so I'm like, ooh, look at that. So it's Ryan Slawoski, followed by Michael Henry in Swiss, followed by Tim and Al Paz, which anytime you put two stabcasters above Al Paz, I will support that day every day. (laughs) I love you, Al. I do. (laughs) Wow. Throwing the shade. We got breakfast with him. I know. (laughs) Vandegrift falls down to five. Um, ben Crane, another man who's come up to several of our primes here. He's at number six. Michael Gorecki, my friend, I am so proud of you. Number seven yeah, on the went, day. Two he went and two and one. one as well. That yeah, was all, he, that was he his beat only Brett. Loss. He beat Scott yeah. and he beat Will. Bravo, mm-hmm. bravo. And then of course, uh, you know, super friend, but also maybe perhaps enemy. Drew Cotton, Jim Falls, number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> all people who have come up and played it, played us, and beat me down at some point. Yes, um, as yeah, is tradition. So I'm happy, as is tradition. So I'm happy to see that list here. So at the final table in the cut, it's going to be Slawoski and Michael Henry, and Tim walks away with the invite. Well, and I will say full credit to Al here. I only beat him on extended SOS. We were same on yeah. SOS. It was extended SOS. Just full disclosure there. Uh, not that it's invite-wise, it didn't actually matter because if I got below him, he had an invite too. So it still would have dripped yeah. down to me anyway. So I didn't super care at that point. Um, but I was still worried until it got called out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was not mad at all. <laughs> so i will say that i did hear someone on camera and i'm pretty sure it may have been chris vandergriff it may have been drew i'm not exactly sure someone said to someone you know if you had just beaten your opponent i would have moved up into tim's position yes chris was saying that to drew because drew did not finish well you did not drew lost to michael gorecki and that put yes. Drew down putting chris vandergriff shrink the schedule yeah. down meaning chris did not go into the tim hand Spot. So yeah, before so. before we move on to the finals and the, <laughs> the social plug and all that jazz, and it was just the way it was drawn. And there was there were I am a hundred percent confident that there was no you know tomfoolery, but there was a lot oh, yeah. of local v local matchups. I played two Knoxville players. Drew and Vandergriff matched up round one. 
and it's just it's just the way it fell. But a lot of people played people that they already know, like Wally and Brett played round one. I say part of that is because Scott has never updated his club affiliation from the Sunsphere Defense Fleet. No, no, the club <laughs> affiliation, from my understanding, club affiliation oh. does not prevent matching up. Correct. Oh, why would oh? So That's when you are true. when you are a TO, you have to assign people to groups you create. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So, and I just gotcha. don't think okay. that was useful. I just assumed it was coming out fine. Like there's 16 of us. I want to say at this event there was four people I didn't know, and maybe six that I hadn't played. So like I was gonna hit people that I knew, but it just right. it just seemed funny how it kind of happened in little pods. Like there were a lot of people who shared opponents. Now I will say that this was a prime of primes. Mm-hmm. There were seven imperialists. Yeah. There were five <laughs> republicans five <Woo>. republicans <laughs> yeah that's solid uh, one three rebel list <laughs> there are three rebel lists and there was one separatist list so so congrats to uh benjamin crane the best ben separatist player as the top performing separatist player <laughs> excuse me sir at that particular event yeah yeah, the one that, that he yeah. drove and showed up to and took time out of his uh, his life to at do. Ooh, the last great. one, I was a top separatist player at that event. Thank yeah, you. I have the hold on, to hold on. It's also let's, the last me, time you played Legion, right? Let me right? check my show notes. Does my show notes reference that tournament that was four months ago? It wasn't, <laughs> no, it four, wasn't months four months ago. ago. It was a month yeah. ago. <laughs> but no, that's not, it was four that's weeks not ago. this episode. <laughs> He's the most recent Ben to have won best CIS <laughs> player. They, exactly, Correct. he's he taken the, the title from second you. bin. He was the second bin to win the, the separatist title. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you can take a look at all of our photos of this salty, salty event because clearly <laughs> the stabcast is now united and better powered. <laughs> yes, because of that exactly. play. Clearly, we clearly, are together again. The breakup is coming we are soon. All friends, That's, exactly. We'll we're split all off friends in a separate here. podcast. We'll post to social media when Tim actually stabs Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. We have to take a few yes. weeks off. And we have to send those photos to the Knox County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if you want to check out photos of it, you can definitely take a look at us on the Instagram at SWStabcast. Uh, Will is painting some more models for me sometime soon. No, he's not. So he should probably post some pictures of those. Well, <laughs> he's painting models they, for him. FFG has to <laughs> FFG has to actually you know, they, ship them first. When they appear. But when they get here. Uh, but he's painting his own models actually right now during this podcast. That's why he checked out a little while ago after he lost. <laughs> yeah, so um, I haven't quite. I have thought about it, but I haven't yet. Whoever we'll edits would have to edit photos. out all the clipping and noises. <laughs> at Instagram, at SWStabcast. Be sure to also check out our Facebook, where we have plenty of pictures from our event that Ben keeps living in the past. Like, that's the only event that matters. Yes. <laughs> we have other pictures of It's almost like you didn't change your own projects. notes. Isn't that amazing? That's the last thing we posted there. Uh, (laughs) Please check us out on iTunes or Spotify, whatever your listening platform is of choice. As always, we are available where the finer podcasts are streamed at SW Stabcast. And while you're on the interwebs doing all those things, you can also find us on the Legion Discord uh, and some streaming services as well. Uh, I do some Twitch stuff um, from Legion stuff, also some other things, so be be forewarned. I've had people follow me and then realize like, oh, he does more than that, and then unfollow me, which I don't blame you. <laughs> but if you'd like to see some Legion streaming... You can only deal with so much Tim in your life. Yeah, correct. that's the truth. <laughs> they don't like it when I talk like a pirate, evidently, but that's a separate thing. Um, but again, we are all on the Discord. We are at Stab Whatever. 
So it'd be Stabcast Tim, Stabcast Will, Stabcast Ryan the Traitor, Stabcast Ben. Yeah. It's any of them. Uh, That's fine when you stab me, but then it's mm-hmm. not fine right. when yeah. Ryan. We stab each other business. more friendly. It's, a, it's like a friendly stabbing. <laughs> hey, Sorry, I, did, I require people to place their models in the appropriate places, that's all. So if you want to get, I feel like we need to get a salty Tim t-shirt now, uh, but if you want to get a Stabcast t-shirt, wear it stylishly as you walk to a two-in-one finish. Uh, or one and two, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We just need a picture of a salty stormtrooper, you know, combing the, you know, actually, we probably just steal it from <laughs> from that movie instead. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah we could, yeah, that's true. Combing the salt. Um, but you can find our uh, our t-shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stepcast. If you want to drop us a line in our email, you can write to swstabcast at gmail.com. We are open to all forms of communiques, you know, critiques, criticisms, topic ideas, lists that you want us to Self-help play. Self-help books for Tim. Self-help books for Tim. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is you send us, we've probably already critiqued ourselves super hard, so we'll take whatever salt exactly, you want. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're yeah, we know our that. show's terrible. It's cool. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but listen, we're not as bad as those guys in the fifth place ranked, you know. 82nd Legion? <laughs> I wasn't going to name a name, but there you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We, we started this war a couple weeks ago. We'll, we'll see it through. And um, I just yeah, lost it, to Chris. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. That's it's true. Fine. <laughs> uh, and then but I ran listen, his stream for him for a little bit. Super cool things coming up. True. Three of the four of us are going to Adepticon. Yeah. Oh, so that'll be fun. I know. The, two of the four of us have invites. So how does that work? <laughs> but the same three out of four who are going aren't the ones with invites. That's correct. Sad uh-huh. day. I, Some of us had to lose short. to Tim. Oh. Uh. I'm going to Adepticon, though I have no invite. Perhaps I should be playing Epic X-Wing. Um, I did find out that I have a ticket for the Team Legion event on Sunday. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't think I'd bought it, so apparently I did. That's awesome. So, so now, so Will and I shall team play. Yes, we'll have to fight over what faction to use. Yeah, that's true, because you and I don't really share a faction or anything. Well, we'll probably just break out your rebels to do all the shenanigans. That's true, too. Oh, all the shenanigans. I don't know. So Double the fall is a lot of fun in the team format. That's true. This is true. But I could use the models I painted the... for you. Exactly. Exactly. Double the fall. the overrated. So, you know, like, the week of Adepticon, we can chit-chat about that, I guess. Right. So next yeah, time, absolutely. you'll be ready to think about Legion. Um, and then, you know, Tim got his invite, so there's that's a thing. There's and that. Then, that's a thing. thing. Uh, uh, but I'm the not going, American sadly. Team Classic is going to be this summer mm-hmm. at Dicehead. Um, so, you know, great, great time was had. I, I mean, I loved ATC last year and the year before. They've up- upgraded it this year. Yep. Oh, we're not going to be. It's uh, not at the uh, the, the camp. Whatever. Yeah. Camp oh. Jordan. They oh, moved where, it. Where is it? Where Where's is it? it? Downtown. Downtown Chattanooga. Ooh, Ooh downtown yeah. convention center. Oh. Near Dang. the Choo Choo and the does, great restaurants. Now, hold on. Absolutely. Does that include us too? Yes. Do we get to go yes. downtown? Oh, we are not my. just in the mall. Yes. <laughs> we're, not, we're not on the mall, like unofficially, the like uh, somehow yeah. attached to ATC. Yeah, it is. Now, it that is, was kind uh, of that was kind of nice, though, not being in the room with oh, all yeah. the 40K. Yeah, no. Oh, I enjoy it. No, I. No, don't. not in the not air conditioned, like. I've been yeah. there. Yeah, no. I was fine with it. Yeah, I mean, hang fine. on. Our real problem was that a certain player played a game in which sometimes there's orcs. Yeah. And his game lasted for 12 and a half hours. If I had known the game would go that late, I wouldn't have signed up for it. It, And it's not that the game took 12 hours. It's the fact that, like, well, we played a 45-minute round. Let's take a 90-minute break. (laughs) Yes. 
like oh, not that we're making fun of Shadespire. Stand around and talk about the lore, <laughs> and then we'll play another forty-five minute round, and then take another ninety. It's okay, break. my miniatures have rotated out of the playable uh, rotation, so yeah, gross. <laughs> I can't play that game. Um, but yeah, you, those aren't so you words. Come to ATC I don't know what those mean. On June twelfth through the fourteenth, I want to say yeah. I want to say just the thirteenth is the main Legion day, but they may, they're trying to get so. a team event of some kind going. I don't have all the details on that. And as always, bring the family. Let them go to the Chattanooga Aquarium. The Great Smoky Mountains is like 35, 40 minutes away. You can head up that direction. You get to stay downtown and play. The food is Mm -hmm. great down there. I mean, Mm -hmm. Chattanooga is a great, I mean, it really is a great venue. Um, It's actually not that expensive to fly into if you're thinking Mm -hmm. about it. You're an hour and a half north of Atlanta. Maybe two hours north of the airport from Atlanta. Yeah. Like you really, it's, it's a it's a good it's a good family trip out there. I think you're an hour and a half away from Nashville Airport if you want to fly in. Yeah. Come out to the ATC this June twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. So in the aftermath of this uh, salt fest between Tim and Ryan, Tim and I just take a a nice stroll. We uh, supply some food for the other competitor in the final. Michael Henry <laughs> asked <laughs> us to go grab him a bite. Who's a wonderful he had been playing person. for a while. Yeah, he's awesome. such a, a wonderful man. man. He's great. He's great. Uh, he's a man like, who he's... we should probably remind you all beat me at ATC this past summer. Also won won our prime. Also won the Atlanta prime. Yep. So he's basically like he's our local Luke Cook, really. Yes. Um, he's young. He's likable. He wins a lot unless he's cheated by someone. But like he, he's you know <laughs> I mean, he wins a lot. He, he lost Easy. ATC to Tim Krakowski, <laughs> but Tim Krakowski lost to Tim Hannon. So yeah. really. Yeah. I'm not, talking about, so, I'm I mean, not talking about just, Tim, by the way. Tim is a wonderful person as well. I want to say he goes, for those of you on the digital community, he goes by Zero Moon on the Discord. Yeah, he is on the Discord uh, quite a lot as well. So Tim and I had a nice trip to calm down, and then we got back almost set up and finished between Ryan and Michael. Take it away, Ryan. Yeah, they t- they took a few minutes to change since we had both played uh, streamed games earlier that day. They rotated one of the tables in, and me and him kind of... St- took ourselves out of the store to chit chat and josh is like such a nice person that he wanted our like final approval of the table before we played on it we're like no we, we can't we can't say anything about the about the table you have yeah. to you have to set <laughs> That's it not how it works i i am well, gonna say i need more way. difficult terrain and more cover um <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna say the opposite um so we we both just kind of chit chatted while they set the table up and moved everything and we go into turn zero and we end up playing sabotage what was almost battle lines but at the very last minute it he flips to to major offensive but i got rather fortunate in that the third condition card that got flipped up in the last column was limited viz and michael is playing a krennic shoreline and to his credit he is not putting any comms relays because he wanted to get some worlds reps in. So he was playing the the comms relays not on the mortars. He still had them in some of their shenanigans on the... He had them on DTs. On DTs. And I want to say he even had one on a... uh, Did he have one on a shore? Maybe not. Just the DTs. Um, So it's a sniper strike team. It's a DT... It's actually two sets of DTs. One of them has a relay. One of them does not. Three shores, three mortars, and one of the shores has a sixth man that is a medbot. And then it's aggressive tactics, strict orders, Krennic. Uh, It's a spooky list. It's a very, very, very spooky list. I don't know if major offensive with the way the deployment zones ended up falling maybe was a bit of a hindrance because they had so much negative space to where it allowed me to do a little bit more zoning with my evaporators. 
I got two pretty good evaporator placements. There was this big hill in the middle of the field that was just tall enough to hide 80% of the models completely, but not some of them. It was very strange. Um, and I got to put one of my evaporators right next to it. I got to put another one touching a piece of terrain that was... Uh, area light cover difficult terrain but i put it i had a spot where i didn't have to touch the difficult terrain to be able to get the light cover bonus and uh, and not have to pay the movement penalty he had one of his evaporator placements was 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 near perfect on the other side of this wooded piece of terrain that i really couldn't have any chance of getting to but there was another small line of sight blocker that I got to with the the way the major offensive L fits deploy my vets and my mark two to get a really great beat on that he didn't have a whole lot of cover. He could cohere all the way backwards to try to get some light cover, but that left him open to some terrain scopes I, that I didn't inevitably get to pull off, but I could have tried for uh, to push him off of the point. But it forced him, his two evaporators at that point were very 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 far away from each other i want to say they were beyond yes, they range were. <laughs> five um they, yeah. yeah they were quite a ways away while, while leia could sit comfortably and provide her courage bubble to both of my evaporators and still have some good cover but that's that's what you get when you get to play blue player on on evaporators so we we set up and we deploy and i will i'm gonna give michael a lot of credit i have not had anybody zone my luke quite as hard as he did i ran my troops out very early to get to the evaporators um and start start working on them he was kind of slower to get to, to one of them and he pretty much put his scout on his on his safe one which was a great little spot for it but it was also meant it was put in a spot to where during the two rounds of limited visibility where the two rounds he was hitting the evaporator and they couldn't see anything anyway so it was a really smart play for him on there but on his other evaporator he put his one of his sets of dts the one that were not getting the entourage token and the comms relay and a shore squad and then he loaded the middle with his mortars and one shore and then to kind of pressure around uh, one of my evaporators, he had his other DT and a shore and a mortar. And the game kind of, we do this positional turn one. He zones me out once limited viz breaks. Luke never gets to melee again for the second time. I'm forced <laughs> with Luke to saber toss and hide and then pop out and Good. saber toss. Um, and Good. I don't get much done. I have a great line of sight onto his DTs with my Mark II and my vets. And I'm just like, if this can hold him, not I don't even have to kill everything, but keep him from hitting that point. And then I've got the snipers adding extra suppression that same direction. In the first, not, not, there was no shooting the first turn. I think I got maybe squeaked one silly shot off on the first turn. But once we actually started shooting in turns two and three, his DTs rolled nine saves in a row um, and those are dt saves and that stuff kind of kind of can happen but i was trying to bully him off this point and i just couldn't do it i got his shores that went out to reinforce his dts to force oppression outside of krennic's bubble since he was so far away and he hit the rally um i couldn't quite get anything to go my way off of that uh off of that point and we played this this really kind of quirky positional game, but I never with the suppression, he never felt that he could take the the gas off, and so he didn't double cap with his DTs and shores until very late. And right as he did, I finally got them off the table. He had been doing a pretty good job of thinning me out, but I had this incredible hill to hide behind, where 
like I said, most of the units, if they're like hunched over, kneeling, or, or anything of that nature, you just physically can't see them. And he's putting a lot of effort and a lot of activations into zoning Luke out. And going into turn five, um, I drop Son of Skywalker because I'm pretty sure Luke's about to die. Hopefully. Um, he plays his Krennic <laughs> one pip, gets to go first. And in turn five, uh, he throws everything at Luke and Leia and gets them both. He sends, after one of my evaporators, a group of shore troopers, and I had gotten one of my Z6s terrain scoped. My medic had used its charges, so I've got, like, three dudes and a medic run up and engage the shore troopers with a double move to, to tie him down so he can't slide into home plate and hit my evaporator. And then I've got my, my SX squad with the Athorian, who I haven't mentioned them yet today, but in all four of my games today, that red, red, white, white die did so much work i'm pretty it's sure so not, to, not to go back and i'm not i'm not sure just harping here but i'm pretty sure those are the guys that shot the uh death troopers and did some damage to death troopers honestly yeah i'm pretty sure because they were in the middle and that's where the, the dts were in our game yeah they they're that's an it's so, an incredible yeah. 20 point unit rebel players out there no they were solid play those guys yeah. they're they're amazing but but yeah, tim they they didn't have pierce <laughs> yeah. I think they do, and they're just hiding it. It's going to come up later. <laughs> Waiting for the Pierce upgrade card. And Ben, they only surge on one, not both. Yeah, oh. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so my apologies. We go. Uh, we go into turn six. I'm out of commanders. I have my Mark II as as my commander, and I have to drop standing orders. And he drops annihilation looms. Yes. And suppresses my army down. Yes. And then Ooh. he gets a range four shot off on so my squad off. that is running for his evaporator that I had bullied the first set of DTs and the shore troopers off of. And I had gone over there and I had measured before the round, um, or maybe even a round before that. I knew exactly how many move actions it was going to take to get there. And going into turn six, I needed two moves to get to his evaporator. He couldn't get to any of mine, but he was ahead by a by about 200 points on points destroyed. So he shoots he shoots my blue squad with his DTs after Annihilation looms, and he had their suppressive config, and I am down to a unit leader. He needs to be able to move and activate. And activate. And so I have four suppression on both him. Actions. Um, yes. You need both actions, correct. Both actions. Yeah. I, I picked up my four rally dice, and I threw them, and I got four paint. Yes, um, you did. The, that is the the I, store I, I kind of erupted, and while everyone uh, is still going, oh, what's going it erupted on? Erupted in anger. Michael pulls out anger. his phone, does the math real quick, and as I put my unit into base to base contact with the evaporator, he says, "Like that was like a one point three percent chance." And yeah. uh, yep, yeah. M Michael's an actuarian by trade. Yeah. Like he works in these kind of statistics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he, he ran the numbers. He ran quick. the numbers real quick. Yeah, he, I managed he to He ran pull the numbers the and found out that Ryan's full of garbage. Well, <laughs> so yeah, the funny thing is, is I didn't see the fourth die at first because they have us rolling in this little uh, blue screen tray. And I, I was pretty much resigned to myself that, that Michael's going to get the triple crown. He had played phenomenally. We, you know, I think we both made some, some really good moves to keep ourselves in the game when things weren't going and we were all, the way and they wanted And of course, we're all to. cheering for Michael. Yeah, we everyone in the store was, yeah. Um, I was, I was going to be happy with either result. And <laughs> Oh, get out of here. <laughs> and I was an observer. 
Okay, Switzerland. And I didn't I didn't see the fourth die where it fell in the tray because of the little, little wall, but judging by the people who were sitting on the stream table and on that side of the room when they exploded, I'd kind of put two and two together. So I will say, having watched the stream the entire time, no one knows how to roll dice into that camera because of the way it's situated. So there's always dice slightly off screen. Well, I, I, yeah. I saw three of the four paints. I think they need to I move couldn't their see camera the fourth up one. just a little bit. Um, like yeah. it doesn't see yeah, the whole Yeah, it doesn't capture tray. the whole, yeah. If, yeah, if, yeah. if one's in the corner of the tray, it's not in the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So I just heard the store erupt. I was like, oh my God, did he get the fourth paint? Yeah. What the? And then I also did the math roughly in my head and came to about and the same he number. did. So, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, it was it was a really close game. Um, it was really good. It's it, and then you decided to move and shoot with that guy, right? No, um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I picked yeah. I picked up the win. Um, I felt a little dirty for it, um, but at the end you of should. the day, <laughs> I it made me think. And this whole week, I've been thinking a lot about like dice and legion. Don't hurt because yourself. It's. Yeah. We like to get salty on the dice a lot of the times, and we don't we remember do. when they it. do. Certain individuals of us do. Some of us just accept that it's happening. In fact, Will and I even joked at the start of your game with Michael, because Luke took all those hits to the face. Oh, Luke's dice were terrible. He rolled like terrible. one block. Yeah. And I think, yeah, nothing. I was like, and I think I, I even texted Will. I was like, start the chant, my dice were bad. Um, <laughs> well, between that and then his DTs making save after save after save after save after save. And then when I finally Because, you know, did they get, should. It's what they do. Yeah, I mean, nine is only a little off. Yeah, like, you should get. It's six really only a little. Nine. Of the four of six that you had the opportunity to get to, so yes. I mean, um, but it was it was a crazy game. We both played ourselves into that situation, and yeah, uh, my dice, my dice definitely, uh, definitely bailed me out of that Imperial Range Four shoreline. Because he kept, because he kept you well contained. Like I mean, he really had you stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I was actually surprised when you jumped backwards with Luke. I knew it was to keep him alive, but I thought you were just going to charge into that piece of cover to the to what would be my camera left, to so Michael's side, and just see if you couldn't climb over there and survive long enough to, to tear some guys I, up. The way he was making me last first activate Luke meant I really never could because he right. had really good command card management where anytime I was going to hang Luke out, he still had his Krennic cards in his hand. So he was going to go first. I think I risk right. it for the biscuit if there's Veers or somebody that I can at least force a roll off with with command cards. But playing up against Cunning, knowing that that DTs are going to be at like range two of Luke and have an aim token and just murderate him. Um, I never could hang him out there because I needed his command cards and I needed him to, to soak fire when I when I really needed it. But uh, yeah, it was it was a crazy good game. Michael was a really fun opponent ever since he came up uh, back in August. Um, or no, I guess it was, he wasn't at our first, uh, first it was, it was January, January. Yeah. um, that me and him have been wanting to, to, to get a game in. And so we, we finally got it to happen. I choked at the Atlanta prime and didn't get to make the final table there and play him. Um, so it's nice that we, we finally got a game in now me and him both talked before the game. We are pretty sure that my list will still be legal after the points eval, you know, post worlds is when we're assuming we'll get the next points update. And I'm pretty sure Shores are gonna get are gonna get hit with the point stick. Hopefully, <laughs> but they haven't yet. So, but it was yeah, it was it was a, it was a crazy good game. It was a lot of fun. Kudos, kudos his, to Michael. His list was very similar to what he played in Knoxville and Atlanta, yes. where he did have the comms relays. Yeah, it was it was almost um, identical. Right. Yeah, it was very very close there. So, but speaking of things that are changing, Ryan alluded to the points change. It will probably come after Worlds. The RRG has been updated quite yes, significantly and twice in the past mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Well. To, uh, to clear of. up some language. Yeah, just <laughs> clarifying the clarifications. 
Exactly. Yes. There were some typos, some interns being punished there at uh, FFG. So let's talk about what's in the new yeah. RRG, so guys. I think we've, we've all picked because we can't we, – I don't want to go through all of them. We want to keep this quick and quick right. and dirty, and we're coming up at yeah. our usual two-hour episode. Yeah. So we've each picked a couple of things that, that we think are neat or cleaned up or that will affect us particularly. Yeah. So the first thing, we picked <laughs> yes. up the Banhammer on a Tauntaun. There have been some major changes to the creature troopers. Creature troopers cannot climb, nor can they clamber. And I think that's probably a good that's thing, a in part thing. because they are so tall. Yeah, that's a great, yeah, that's a great um, thing. That's a very they're, good thing. They're so tall. Scaling like, buildings. I, I don't need... Exactly. That's not what I need whatsoever. So that was a good rules fix there. And they must withdraw yeah, they if they're trying withdraw. to get out yeah, of a that's melee. Huge. That's a huge so, bit. Yeah. No, the fact that Tauntauns can't just run through, yes, that they have to withdraw, um, I think saves a lot of the problems mm-hmm. that I had with them, is that they could basically pinball from one activation to right. another into different melees and get out of them for free. But when they withdraw, they get, have to do with a speed one like they normally do, um, they still get their free action. Which is Correct. weird because normal troopers don't. Right. Don't. So like snow, <laughs> snow troopers don't get to withdraw and shoot, but creature right. troopers do. Yes. <laughs> right. And I get maybe because they're muscling their way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're creatures. Yeah. I get it. I, so I'm kind of okay with that. Although yeah. that does give you, you know, your, your, your free dodge. Yes. Or your free uh, attack. Yeah. Your free attack. Yes. And a free attack. But and a free pivot. Melee. Not, a, not because, a free melee attack. Um, You do get to displace with your withdraw because you are mm-hmm. moving at a speed one. So that's the, a good thing. The cool thing about this change, I think, is they found a way to nerf Tauntauns with effectively doing nothing to do backs. Yes. Yeah. No, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am kind of impressed they made I'm to pull that I'm speed one anyway, so... And, you know, it also probably means that they're... That means do backs are probably still not as good as Tauntauns. No, whatever, they're not. Um, they don't free shot off, though. That's yeah. nice. They're trying. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I like about this change is the way that it impacts RAM. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm yeah. awfully sure that the reading that I have of RAM... It, it does um, not set off RAM. Yeah. It does not set off RAM. <laughs> so they can withdraw, but they don't... Because in other variations, you could do that hard 90-degree turn. Right. Yeah. Somehow <laughs> ram into the next unit next to you. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no. And so I like this change. Yeah, I like this solid, change quite a bit. Change. It helps. Yep. Um, we got a whole page in the RRG, which I'm glad they... Kind of glad they officially put in uh, for margin of error. I think this is something that they could have put either there or in... It's nice that it's in the RRG. It definitely needed to be in the tournament floor rules. Um, but it's a bunch of pages, or it's a whole page and a bunch of examples about how not to be a douchebag. And yes. how, <laughs> yes, this is a physical yes. miniatures game. And sometimes right. you just have to <laughs> nudge stuff a little bit to make it work yes. so that everybody can do what they want to do. And I think the biggest takeaway, and if you play with players who play a lot, this will happen anyway. And if you play a lot on TTS, you pretty much have to do this. It just means declare what you're trying to do. Declare like, hey, I'm moving this and I want to move it into base-to-base contact with this, but not this. Or, hey, I'm trying to to put this thing here. Um, And it tells you like, the Dubak's tail is going to knock stuff over. Um, Just mark it where it needs to go on its final position. And you know, yeah. nudge some stuff around if you if you have to. Like, be cool. Yeah. Let your opponent do what they want to do. Everybody gets to 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 do what they intend to do. So just get in the. If right. you're not in the habit now, get in the habit of declaring what your intent with actions are when you execute them. But yes. Ryan, with margin of error, how am I supposed to exploit game mechanics? Uh, you're not. <laughs> That's not how miniatures games work. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of those small fixes. 
that like because like the tank sits so far over its base, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And I I mean the grav tank, not the new tanks we haven't quite gotten yet, but the grav tank sits over gav its tank. base quite a bit. Sorry, yes. the gav tank. It does um, not hover. And so you sometimes have to make some adjustments. So like I want to get into melee, but I can't get base to base because the nose of your tank is way up here, or these giant guns wish. or whatever. I, I these giant wish. guns, or because of this rock, we're, we're sitting in a weird place, but we're actually touching the base because of the design of the rock it cuts upward. I mean, my base can't actually physically touch it. Like playing that game against you, Wilder, on Battle Lines. Mm-hmm. Like I had forgotten about the restrictions on the tank and like how it can't quite go like that. I do wish we could clarify that a little bit. Like you made this oblong base and now we can't put it correctly in a deployment. And yeah, which, like when you, I, I get it. You know, you have to be more tactical with it. I get that. But with reposition, it doesn't super matter. Like it's not. Yeah, I mean, exactly. For our game, it mattered because you got an early shot off on it. But like yeah. traditionally, like I, it's not game changing for me yeah, normally. They they gave I mean, it they, they baked but... in a workaround, so Yeah, yeah, I get it. And but it's kinda I, like eh. They kinda took a cue from X Wing in the way that we often would maneuver ships. And sometimes you would just put an empty base where that ship was going to right. be. Yeah. Because it wasn't worth trying to take, you know, what the YT you know twelve hundred off the base. Right. Or thirteen hundred off right. there and try to set it in there. You just here's a base. That's where things are going to sit. Do you hit that base? Then no. I like it. Good change. Another new update is to the rules for displacement. So instead of running over your opponent's models and them moving at a range one of that position, now it is only a speed one. Almost like it makes sense. Yeah, it's a huge change. It's a huge change, but it makes way more sense. I always felt bad when when, uh, displacement would cause things to fly off objectives and things like that. So I think this is better. Yeah, this makes way more sense. I think there's less room to exploit this, honestly. Well, and you're moving things, and now why are we still moving Right, but I'm saying like, why are we why are we moving at range one? Like that's yeah. that's it's so like, bizarre. It was always odd. <laughs> so yeah. I actually I'm in agreement with this rule. I like it better, but I also understand because Ryan and I were having this conversation mm-hmm. before we started today that it discouraged displacement because that range one is big, yeah. and sure. suddenly you can be in a yes. much more advantageous place because sure. the person who doesn't displace gets to move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I do, do think it punishes it, it yeah. a lot less, and so you can displace your your opponent's things or even your own things and it's not going to screw right. you as much um, because there were times where you're like well if I, these guys get displaced when my ATRT walks over my own dudes uh, right. that my opponent can just royally screw me but I do like the change yeah, I think it's a good fine. change speaking of getting royally screwed over uh, those old comms relay shenanigans are that's your angle over. on this yes I, no I, I like it I think this is a good fix okay. this makes sense I'm saying the old I comms relay to used to no no not at all not at all uh no, they used to screw you over. Now, okay. no more. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's fixed. I, I like it. Again, I never really used the shenanigans all that much myself anyway, um, outside of this last Prime, which, funny enough, that's the one where I got in third and got an invite, so yep. I don't know what that tells Weird. you. Weird. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there's some, some analysis to Correlation there, is but... always causation. Yeah. Exactly, clearly. Um, but it's fixed. You can no longer put your comms relays on your emplacements. Ha ha. Again, take that e-webs to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's yeah, I know. my. I give my orders to my e-webs normally anyway. So yeah, and that, yeah, that comms. See, this is, is why I don't think. Array, let's be real honest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and this is why I honestly don't think is we may see a points change on shores. No, I think we will. That I think the, the comms relay see the other. The way. That, yeah, like, there's still... Stormtroopers don't exist right now. <laughs> uh, no, Storms that's not true at all. Still... That's not true. Not... 
with the RTC? Absolutely. But your main line is Shore Troopers and Mortars. Yeah. Uh, sure, if you say so. Which did you have more of? Uh, two and two for me is my, my golden. Or two and three, three being the RTC. No, I, I still think they're going to get hit. Uh, not hugely I, with the points hammer, but they will. The T21B needs to go up. Oh, God. It's already 34 points, isn't it's it? It's so expensive. I think you might as well just but raise the so whole model But it's so good. Up. It is. No, it it's is. so good. It is, but it's... It's the same point cost as the mortar, almost. Yeah, but just, <laughs> it should be. The end, it has better dice the day, than the same range as the mortar. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I'm taking them either way. Like I know that's why it should go so, up. Yeah, you might as well raise it. But you're still throwing three black or four black dice. I, I mean, with, so, like one point a model on the base squad, and yeah. then like two points on the T21B. That that'd be fair. That's fair. That's fair. Nothing like eight points or anything. Well, sure. crazy. Well, Ben, what else we got? So. I really like what I'm seeing with some keyword changes here. They require you to spend a token to do some other effect other than the token itself. Do a thing. So sp- yeah, so spend an aim token like lethal or marksman to either add pierce um, or to uh, to change a hit to a crit. I like those. It's another way of I can spend this to reroll dice or I can spend this to modify the game in a different way. And so what we now have is long shot. This is such a cool keyword. Um, which is to spin cool. an aim token just like to increase it. the range of your weapon. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you measure it <laughs> or someone runs away and they get right outside your mm-hmm. bubble. But you know what? I'll just take that aim token and shoot you anyway. It's so like, uh, <laughs> long shot on Han Wen. Exactly. <laughs> need it. <laughs> I need that in my life. Offensive push. No. I mean, shot Han. He, yep. he does have giant scopes on that tiny gun. Yep, he does. So <laughs> I, I like the idea that the, both this and Marksman, which I think we talked about last episode, provide and i hope we see more uses of it with other tokens but i love the fact that we're getting units we don't know where this is going to show up yet yeah sure but i like the idea that we are getting different ways to spend tokens so everybody can spend a name token to reroll two dice but you know cassian or Aiden or whatever whoever specialists yeah whatever kind of unit's going to get it now has a long shot ability and i would love to see alternate ways to spend standby tokens or alternate ways to spend dodge tokens uh could be really neat yeah i just like the new droid snipers get the lethal Mm -hmm. so if i if i want pierce i can get it but the dice are so good i mean it's definitely a thing of do i want to re-roll them maybe not right and it makes you hold on to that aim token away if you want to spend it for the pierce Mm -hmm. i just like it a lot yeah um and speaking of like new keywords that we don't know where they go although we're pretty certain this goes on k2 i would imagine we get incognito the same one that you use on your browser to listen to this podcast so jay solansky doesn't come and find you (laughs) he knows all you can't hide it's a keyword that uh is gonna let you hide units in the back ranks of your opponents it's gonna be a a fun way to play like i remember when they announced the tie phantom for x-wing we none of us knew how cloaking was going to work and i think this is kind of the the closest thing that we're going to get in legion how cloaking is is going to work or or blending in and it basically means you can't get attacked outside of i want to say it's range one yep it is and you're not you by and large aren't allowed to to complete objectives either and then once you attack once you yourself start attacking you you lose incognito but it'll be a, it's going to be some fun. I imagine rebel shenaniganry. Of course, it's rebel. Well, I mean, yeah. your robots blend in, <laughs> yeah. and the other two yeah, factions. We're super blending. The other two factions yeah. wear. Hello there, meat bag. <laughs> I am also a meat bag. Wear bright white armor. So yeah. 
Uh, you'll have some special forces and stuff that'll probably might, yeah. that might get it for some Imperials, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really really cool, and I I cannot yeah. wait to see see what it's gonna do to to be able to really play that positional game and and get something in play that your opponent sees coming and knows they can't do anything about. Speaking of seeing you coming, yes, we have updates to pre measuring something heretical to us X wing folks. You should be able to eyeball it, train the eye, train those skills. But there's been a new update for easy mode. You may now pre-measure your movement tools (laughs) without committing to anything. I think we had a whole podcast, not the whole thing, but we we discussed that... A healthy supply. That if you use the measure, the movement tool, that it had committed you to a move with that unit or at least activating that unit. Correct. But no longer... activating it, but yes. No longer. You may use a range ruler and a movement tool to your delight, heart's delight. And a range ruler extends up to range five. That is a standard range ruler, just for the record. So it's not like a range one (laughs) ruler. Yeah, you can only use a range one piece of the range ruler. That's that's right. (laughs) That's what it means by one range ruler. And so I get Luke Eddy in his article basically said, it's not a game of gotcha. It's a game of skill set. And so you should be able to know this kind of information, to which I completely agree. I hate the gotcha game. It's like, well, you fell short by a millimeter Mm -hmm. because you took that turn a little sharper than you should have, Uh or you should have cut it back in there. I completely get. But I do wonder, part of this comes from TTS. Sure. Because I've talked while playing TTS. It's like, well, you see everything. You could play with the grid Mm -hmm. and because you can always eyeball from the grid itself. You can have the opportunity to measure everything. My big and I concern it comes from that kind of play. with this change, people are already having a hard time with the clock and getting games done right. in two hours, giving those very analytical players even more tools to measure sure. and math everything out. I'll be yeah. very interested to see if we're going to see games getting less rounds completed as a mm-hmm. direct result of this. And I know that's going to be near sure. impossible to measure, but I think it's going to slow a lot of players down. <laughs> I don't know yeah. that it'll be considerable, but it won't help. No. Yeah, exactly. It won't help. I don't think this is going to be the end of the world, but it, it won't help it. Continuing on, Loadout. It's a cool thing. It's neat. It's really, really neat, actually. Uh, let's yeah. not undersell it. Uh, you can... You can equip things on the side of your unit. Basically, so you, basically, you're equipped with both, and you figure out when you deploy what loadout you want to use. So do you want recon intel? Do you want environmental gear? How do you want to do it? Um, and you just figure that out. And then once you figure out what your loadout is for those slots, that's what you're playing with. So you have yeah. to decide when you deploy. But still, it's a really cool way to do it. Um, it's a great way to, to pad it. <laughs> the thing that blew me away with this is I figured it would be on the two units that we saw it previewed when the like the little blurb on the card didn't really tell us what it did. I thought right. it would be maybe their armament or maybe one of their upgrade slots, but it's every upgrade they can take. Um, yeah. They can have loadout on, which is going to give, yeah. which is going to be crazy. It's going to give you a crazy amount of flexibility. Uh, so much flexibility. I mean, and I do wonder, is it going to be one of those one shot keyword kind of things? Like we're not going to see it very often. I don't think or we'll it's going see to be it very something we often. see. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. And I just to not. clarify too, for the sake of list building, you pay for the most expensive one. Yes. It's, it's retail rules, basically. You know, buy one, get one free. You pay for the more expensive one. But I don't know what else beyond our, our two uh, new commando operatives. We'll, we'll, we'll really get it. So speaking of other things we're going to start adding in here, there was this section on small. And you can have small upgrades or small companions. Mm-hmm. So the upgrades would be something you add to a unit card. 
but basically they're going to be tiny minis, I think. Yep. And so yes. you ignore them when you're looking at them for line of sight. You ignore them for determining cover. So if you have three really big models that are not behind cover, but you got the small guy and another guy, like he doesn't count for that cover yeah. setup. So um, you don't, you can't shoot at small companions if you're determining range. You got to go find the bigger guy. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's neat. It's neat. Uh, I mean, if the small man is the only one you can see, listen, then you can't. You know shoot what's it. small though is the baby. No, the baby oh, is small. the baby is small. The oh, child. The baby is small. The baby. I say the, the Ewok is the size of the magic trash can, mm-hmm. and we didn't make him small. That's so I true. think. I mean, yeah, I think Ewoks will be of normal they don't height. Don't talk about Warwick Davis like that. Aww. <laughs> um, so he's what, not dead. But what I think this is, I think this is yeah, Iden Versio's little robot. I'm like, oh, is yeah. he dead? <laughs> I think this would be some kind of hover robot, yeah, or I'm, and this is and this is honestly is just quality of life. So it's like, hey, you're gonna argue about this, so just don't argue about it. Just don't argue yeah. about this, yeah. which yeah. I'm always exactly. a fan of. Yep, absolutely. Yes, it's. Um, in Imperial Assault, they had that guy who has like the cam robot, which you can't really hit. Um, mm-hmm. You've got, you know, maybe maybe someone's going to have a mouse droid as a companion. I mean, That'd you know, you never can tell. It's like <laughs> super cool. But so it does mean we're getting some new interesting things. Yes. Um, it's going to, you know, that way it doesn't count for all the things where you might think it counts. It stops the argument from the very beginning. Right, right. Um, and speaking of arguments that we've never, ever had... Uh, Wedge got an update that I don't think anybody saw coming. No, or anybody cares about. But continue. This on. actually, <laughs> this <laughs> this upgrade for Wedge being just five points is actually really quite cool. Uh, so Can Wedge I put is, him in my tank. No, um, Wedge's old Damn ability it. was you could tap him, and when you performed a pivot, you could perform a three sixty pivot, but you still had to spend your action pivoting. Which, you know, nobody ever did. Yeah. And since right now, yeah, yeah. Rebels don't have a vehicle that Wedge can take that has reposition. So they've updated Wedge to where he's still tappable, but it's just perform a free pivot. But it's a normal pivot. So instead of spending an action to basically perform two pivots, you now get a pivot for free. And with the Snowspeeder, and even in some degrees the, uh, the X-34, that's huge lining up that front arc. Um, because that thing is a waste of space. If a waste of you know 150 points, if you don't have your your front arc lined up, I th- I think that uh, depending on on your play style and how you want to play, maybe not on the on the snowspeeder or with with the DLT and impact kind of going away, I could see you maybe sliding a wedge in there because he's five points less than the outer rim speeder jockey. Um, I think it's a solid upgrade, taking a, a card that sees absolutely zero play to where now I'm at least going to think about it. Yeah, you always want cards to be at least viable. Oh, and it does allow you things. to move it off the Snowspeeder straight onto the other, to the X-34. So, yeah, sure. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's just interesting. Again, I didn't expect it to happen. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, kudos to you, FFG, for keeping us shocked. That's In right. another shocking move. <laughs> <laughs> they have altered the rules for standby slightly. Is this really an alter? Because I swear this is the way I was playing this anyway. Well, it's, like this it's is the fine. way I was expecting this to be played. Yeah, well, I think it's the way more you want it to play anyway. Anything else? I yeah. think this is what yeah. it was supposed to be. But then a certain yeah. faction introduced <sighs> possibilities that they did not anticipate. Yeah, and so now <laughs> there is a clause for standbys that says a single unit cannot spend more than one standby per instance of triggering them, even if they could perhaps spend more than one yeah. from other units. Yes. Now, who could Which do that? Just fine. Cough, cough. <laughs> I don't, I don't right. think you want to spend more than one anyway. I think you like to just 
you know, no. keep, them, keep people on their toes. Well, know? so the plan was phase two's with Overwatch. Everyone else mm, takes standbys. And then I, I get to shoot four times for free. Yeah, you step one person too close and you just keep spending standbys till there's no more models there. So, yeah. So this goes back to what Will was saying. Wait, you mean I can't exploit the rules to win at a game? Yes. Yeah. This is one of those things I never would expect it to happen. I would have assumed there was one action. You could spend one standby. And at that point, there have been no more actions, even if you had multiple standby tokens. Yeah. So, no, I don't think this is a change that... I think this it, was rules as intended and then they had to make it rules as written. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. I'm talking to you, internet rules lawyers <laughs> who don't know how to read. I, I mean, I'm not saying it is a bad thing to have done this. No, I think it is. Good. No, no, it's a good thing. It is. It would have been a really feels bad gotcha thing just to be like, all right, I'm going to shoot you with Z6 squad four times now. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be real bad. And speaking of rules uh, as intended, hey, secret mission and bounty got fixed. So now you can't pick up the secret mission token when you kill a bounty person and suddenly have two victory yeah. points, uh, which would be insane. So, yeah. No, it's just... That, a, that makes neat, sense. I, yeah, just cleaning up. And then I if you put a bounty on a secret bounty. mission... Yeah. 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 Right. It exactly. just means that... They only count time. ones they generate. Yeah. Which is... Right. I'm of two minds about... I kind of like the idea that you could mess with other people's victory tokens, and if you could get them some way... And you had a mechanic that scored victory points on oh a victory token. You could you could mess with it, but it's probably well, for did. the for the <laughs> well. It's probably for the best because they'll be able to do more yes. things overall <laughs> and not have them step on right. each other. Right. Yes, right. exactly. It is for the betterment of the game that it works this way. <laughs> well, and with Padme coming out, like mm-hmm. I could wait till my opponent bounties her and then play the card that says now she has secret mission. Right. And do right. things like that, and yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. And then just hide her and make sure she doesn't die. Yeah, and just be like, here's tokens for clones and a victory point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is this is good. Yep, I like it. So the there's a lot more rules updates in that RRG. Be sure to check it out. It went into effect yesterday as, yeah, as there, we're recording There's a this. lot of stuff we're not covering, but this is some of the stuff that new keywords we weren't expecting to see or some, some pretty big clarifications. I, I will say there's a list for the supply deck that comes with one of the new uh, mi- uh, mission mm-hmm. card objective cards. Yeah. Oh, there's there's more things in here than I thought were in yeah, the supply yes. deck. Yeah. There's lots of things. Lots of speculation. We just get the yeah. names, though. We don't know what they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except we're just, for the yeah, spoiled we're just doing ones. name speculation. Yes. So, yeah. But that'll, that'll that be fun sense. when that pack drops yeah. later. Full chaos. So I'll have to have an episode about those cards. Ben's still waiting for the... Uh... It, that would have been a cool joke if I'd heard what you said. But because yeah, me too. It, all I heard, yeah. Yeah. I just, Ben's waiting for the... <laughs> to come out. Ben's waiting for know, the, the Gungan RRG to still come out. The, okay. The right. rules update for the Gungans. I, I kind of preferred the joke when I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, yeah. Most, most of <laughs> yeah, that Tim's was... jokes are better that way. Um, yeah. You know what? One day, Ryan, you'll find a way but to before Tim gets like too salty and just says. starts shouting, <laughs> like, um, it is time for us to go. Uh, thanks for everyone for stopping by for the stab cast, spending your, your drive time, your paint time, your cutting off Tim time. You know, whatever it is that, that you like to do when you listen to us. I'm going to cut um, something off for someone. I'll say that. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski reminding you to just roll rally rolls, man. It'll It'll happen. I'm Tim Hannon reminding you that no matter how good I do, it's never enough and I'm trash. I'm Wilhelm reminding you to praise be to the magic trash can. And I'm Ben Fowler reminding you that living a life outside of Legion is okay, but it's not recommended. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. (laughs) Or good day? No, good day, sir.
literally what I just said. Like, f- <laughs> rewind like 30 seconds, Ryan. I just oh, said sorry. that. LJ's messaging me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. Oh, goodness. Oh. Oh. So, Move your monocle some more. <laughs>